0: Hello and welcome to the Dynasty on the Lake podcast. All right. Uh, we are just kicking off week 10 of the NFL season. I'm joined by Ryan and Joe today. Hello. What's up, guys? Uh, we're going to recap week nine for you today. Uh, what happened in the NFL in our Dynasty League. I have a couple of trades to talk about here in a minute. Um, then we're also going to do some midseason fantasy awards toward the end of the show today as well. Um, let's kick it off with our league. Um so I I won again CG this week. App. to uh 9 and 0 be- beating um, Ryan McKeaton pretty easily. Uh Ryan, you got the 8 and 1. You got a big game from Mahomes so on Monday night to get the win. Uh and then Joe, you you got the win this week as well to get to 6 and 3. Pat won and is also 6 and 3 and I think that's the top 4 in our league right now.
1: Squeaked it out. Yeah. My win was not imp- an impressive win. Yeah, you had a
0: lower point total from what I recall, but uh, wins a win.
1: Yep, I got lucky. Uh,
0: German wonderkind falls uh, five, lost to Joe, uh, and he's now five and four, and actually out of the playoff picture if it were to end today. Um, and that's because of Ozzy's team, who lost to Ryan, and is three and six. But they currently have the lead for the on points. Uh, the top, the team with the most points, gets in as the sixth seed in our league. So right now, they are in as the sixth seed think by one point maybe over the rising. Uh um, but yeah, that that's where we're at with the standings in the league right now. We have a couple of trades this week. Ryan, I know you were involved in one of them. Do you wanna tell us about your trade?
2: Yeah, I think that, that happened like an hour or two before before this podcast or a couple hours here. Uh it was offered to me by uh Nick Heisenberg over there, so it came through. Uh I looked at it, I liked it, I accepted it. Uh it was essentially it was Uh, Alan Lazard and Taysom Hill uh, for Noah Fant, um, what amounts to probably a mid-2023 third. And um, the final piece of that was uh, John Mechie, the Alabama wide receiver, uh, would be a rookie, um, did not play this year. I believe he was diagnosed with leukemia. Yep. And, uh, you know, he should make a full recovery. And it sounds like what I read, he still wants to play football next year, so... That was the trade. Um, kind of, I, I was happy to make uh, to make that trade. I was happy to click accept. Um, I don't know that Taysom Hill necessarily puts me any better with than what I had with Noah Fant. I think that's kind of a lateral move, or even maybe um, a bit of a uh, a regression there. But you know, he's boomer bust. It is what it is. What I really wanted was to get Lazard with some of the injuries that have, that occurred this past week. Weekend over there I think he could be a low low end wide receiver too, at least a pretty solid wide receiver three to give me some depth. Uh I was happy to make that trade.
0: Yeah, I mean it was it was a pretty you know, it's not a significant deal, but you got Lazard, which is probably the best piece in that deal for, you know, not giving up much of anything. So Um Yeah, I, I'd say that was a good trade for you overall, but I don't know that's gonna make too big of an impact there.
2: I don't think so. It's it's I think I'm trying to get some depth and just, you know, make it a bit... Sometimes the smaller trades win you leagues, right? They can. Sometimes you you, you prepare for something that that is catastrophic that happens and you you got a guy to plug right in there and, you know, reduce the harm, I guess, mitigate the the issues that would occur. So I was was happy to make it. I was a little surprised that Nick offered that. Um, I think I was trying to get Taysom Hill from him. At one point I thought he had said that he wanted a second or at least a second or something like that, or some kind of value. So the fact that he offered me that, I'll take it. Maybe he looks at John Mechie as having that type of value.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's just looking at, at young players to see yeah, what happens. So, yeah, I get, I get why, he why he would do it.
2: Yeah, Mechie has that pedigree. I think he was definitely well, yeah. high second round, I think, by the NFL draft, I think.
0: Yeah, he was. I mean, I think Noah Fant's probably uh, what he was after. Piece too Could be. because Yeah. I think we all know Noah Fant's talented. It just hasn't. Yeah, he's got the talent,
2: him. but hasn't. I mean, I'm. I'm. Then he took advantage of me because I'm tired of waiting. <laughs> like I've, this, I've drafted him as a rookie, and it just hasn't panned out. So yeah. good luck with Noah offense well, Hopefully,
1: Hill doesn't blow up this week.
2: Uh, he hasn't looked great the past couple weeks, but whatever. Maybe He's a touchdown or bust. I yeah, mean, I mean, if he gets
1: two touchdowns, he blows up. I'm not
2: expecting 40 yeah. points out of him, but give me one touchdown
1: no, it's for not one reception. And that's not. 10 after yards the, that's after this points. week, he can do what he wants. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Um,
0: Joe and Ryan play each other this yeah, week. So so give a me good one touchdown. Out.
2: So, yeah, I was happy to, to make that trade.
0: All right. Uh, the other trade we had this week, Matt Resedo trading away Dalvin Cook to Ozzie and Kevin for a 2024 first-round pick and a 2023 second-round pick. What did you guys think of that one?
1: I like it. I mean, Kevin and Ozzie were in the market for a running back. There's not much left out there. I think it made sense for both sides. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that was a pretty fair price to pay a, for an aging running back
1: and Cook. I'm pretty sure Matt wanted a 2023 first, but they didn't have right. one. And, you know, if he would have at least sent me a halfway decent offer, I probably would have done it for a 2023 first. Whoa. What was he offering you? Uh, first, The first offer was, like, Jamar Chase. And <laughs> first. But, I mean, if he would have at least sent me a reasonable offer, we could have got there. Yeah, I, if I was him, I would have rather had any 2023 first. But
2: I think, you know, getting a first-round pick for Cook in and in a, I'm assuming it was a 2023 second. If
1: yeah, it should be, like, like, a mid-second. Yeah,
0: I don't understand something. how Matt negotiates. He was, all, he was looking for, like, three first-round
2: picks for the equivalent <laughs> of that at first.
1: Yeah. Uh, I believe that. And all of a sudden, okay, first offer.
0: twenty-four, first, then a second. I'll do it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that that I I will say I Delvin Cook would make me nervous that he potentially slows down and could could really put up some duds the final final weeks when you need it. Uh, that would be my concern, but I can see why Ozzy and Kevin would do that.
0: Yeah, I mean that's possible. Um, he, I was kind of in the market for Cook. I wasn't too serious on it. Um, he he called me right before he made this trade, though. He's like, I have an offer for first and the second. Will you throw in Herbert, and I'll do it for you, <laughs> with you instead? <laughs>
2: oh, first a second and Herbert? Is yeah, and
0: I, I had to politely decline that offer, <laughs> yes. I don't think I would have done a first and, a, and second.
2: a second, even. I don't know.
0: Maybe yeah. I would have, because I have Madison, and I would have had the whole backfield covered. Yeah. but...
2: Yeah, I that it made sense for both sides. I I kind of figured he was gonna. He's been having a fire sale over there for a while now,
1: so It'll be it's gonna be exciting because a lot of these teams that are like the bottom four teams have a lot of picks,
0: a lot of picks, and have a few young guys. Mm-hmm. Specifically, your Matthew has uh, a few young guys yeah. that are promising for the future. George, I think Pickens.
1: Lombardi has three firsts this yeah. year. I think like that's just yeah should be interesting, especially when gonna, draft time. There's gonna around. be four
0: teams with all the first round picks next
1: year. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting. They yeah. all draft need and take running back and let one of those receivers fall to me. Let's I see don't know what they're gonna
0: do. All right, uh, one more thing about the league. It wasn't really a trade that happened. It was more of a scumbag move. Oh, it was a,
2: no, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't really a trade. It was. A, let's bring up. It was the a trade
0: that was. It was a trade I had to cancel because of uh, the scumbag move. So Ryan was in need of a tight end this week. Yes, Mark Andrews was out. Um... He didn't want to start Noah Fant. So he, he was looking to get Evan Ingram off of Matt Reseda. Right, you know, probably like good 11 a.m. That
2: week. I was just looking to.
0: It's like 11 a.m. They're they're working it out. He sends over an offer of two thirds for Ingram. Matt said in a text message he, he would do it. Then he changed his mind. Um, and he said he wouldn't do it or something. Yeah, then he didn't want to do it because Ingram had a good week last week or something. Yeah,
2: he randomly saw Luke with his dad after he said, Yeah, right. I'll
0: do it. So then he game kickoff comes comes and goes the trade doesn't happen Ryan starts Noah Fant um Evan Ingram gets hurt in like the third quarter he hurts his back in that game
2: yep
0: uh a little bit not guess too long after that <laughs> guess what comes into my email trade, trade. accepted
2: yep <laughs> What
0: yeah. a scumbag! Oh, and then I hear both sides of it. Both got Ryan and Matt are calling me, complaining how I should or should not cancel the trade. Oh, he
2: was being a scumbag. It was through and through. He knew he was. He was. A, oh, he a, knew, a Garbage yeah. guy.
0: So it was going to have to wait until after the week ended, anyway. So I just. So let what, them work You sent out. him
2: that offer,
1: and it was just sitting in his inbox. Yeah, I, I didn't. Pull,
2: I didn't pull it because he said he didn't. He, he all of a sudden he's super high on Ingram. I, I guess maybe if it comes down to it, maybe I guess. Look you who you're could dealing me with for not pulling it because I should know that he's going to yeah. sit on it. And the moment that, oh, oh, I, I guess I didn't expect Ingram to get injured either. Ingram Engram gets injured, this dude's running over to his uh, inbox. <laughs> pushing like his, accept, pushing his kid out of the way. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, scumbag move. And actually, I have one more scumbag move, which I, I would like to bring it. up. Uh, so one of our league mates likes to send trade offers. Um, and, you know, good guy, w- lovely guy, uh, Pat. And he likes to send you interesting trade offers, almost insulting trade offers. I got two offers from him today. Oh, really? He offered me Charlie Kohler and uh, what would be a late third for Jelani Woods and an early third. Um, and then decided that I would, some, for some reason, want to make that trade. Because he's trying to do me a favor by giving me the third string tight end to cover bases with uh, Mark Andrews. To make things worse when I say no, he then texts me. Charlie Kohler highlights uh, like I'm supposed to be like intrigued. And then a couple hours ago, guess who we dropped on the waiver, on, on into free agency on the waiver wire there? Uh, Charlie Kohler. So <laughs> scumbag move. This guy's, uh, he's gonna need to be sat down, and have a talk to in this league. We're gonna have to take him.
0: You haven't thought about double handcuffing?
1: Your tight end? No, I'm not. i uh, double hand coming right. trying
0: to get Likely. I'm trying to get, get Likely. Get all your bases covered.
1: See, yeah. uh, my offers today from him were my fourth round pick for Jared McKinnon. He sent that to everybody. I got that <laughs> one too, I
0: think, yeah. I
1: think there was just another one. There was another one, but I don't know. There it is. Uh, Cordero Patterson for a second round. Oh, man. He just sent this to everybody <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, you guys get the same offers? Pat, at least I make us I was special. Feel, at least make us feel special. You're going to make around to everybody. Wine and dine us a little bit. Sheesh. Well, yeah, that was the only other thing I, I wanted to mention. So, so. we're going to have to do a, an award at the end of the year, scumbag of the league. Oh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple that are, uh, Matt's really pushing for that one, too. <laughs> yeah, I think he's the runaway. He might but... be the runaway.
0: All right. Uh, injury news. Not too much uh, this week to really discuss on, but the first one, Ryan, do you need a tissue for this? I mean, I don't, I don't love it. Romeo Dubs, high ankle sprain. He's out four to six weeks. Bad wide receiver situation in Green Bay gets a little worse. But you did get Lazard, so maybe that equates to more production for him with this injury. But I
2: would trade Lazard in a heartbeat if it brought my precious Romeo Dubs back. Here. Okay? <laughs> I don't think it works if, like it, that. if it made him, you know, suddenly start again and, and, and made his uh, high ankle sprain go away and he magically was dancing in a field of flowers... I would hold his hand and dance with him if it meant trading away Lazard back to for whatever I would give it, you know first round picks to bring. Uh, Just give him a good one. My milk. sweet sweet Romeo Dubs back to me yes so um, that was uh, disappointing. Didn't love to see it. Was hoping that it was a, a low lower ankle sprain and all high ankles are always four to six weeks. Not thrilled, not thrilled. Aaron Rodgers, you son of a bitch, get it together over there because he looks so bad. He looks awful.
0: Three, tu- three
2: interceptions. Three. In the red zone. Like, what is he doing? One of them was
0: off of a helmet. Yeah.
2: You can't blame your receivers, my friend. Like
0: you got, they're, drop when they're dropping them. Yeah.
1: When you're throwing them directly to the other the, team. These That's on you, dude. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: The one was like a little lob pass what to an offensive lineman that got picked off by Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. Like that.
2: What is going on? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, maybe, uh, not, and listen, Rogers, you're, Romeo, you don't have Romeo, Romeo Dubs anymore. I think this is good for you. You're gonna see what you lost in Romeo Dubs. You it's kind of one of those things we don't appreciate it until you lose it. Like,
1: uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, maybe the other rookie can step up now and actually do something too. No, he's kind of he's concussed again, and they need he, to got, he had, for, Well,
0: no, he, he did not have. A, he was he in the did. protocol, but they I turned out they he did protocol, not. They said him. I thought they said that, that would have like, been the second week in a row he had. Yeah, like they're really they gonna sit him to like hope
1: that he doesn't, you know.
0: But yeah, I, I think I like saw that it wasn't a traumatic it was just He was
1: just in the protocol for, you know. Aaron Jones got dinged up that game, but I think they said it's nothing Yeah, crazy. They, they said oh,
0: he's I, likely to play Week 10.
1: I know. Joe is just sitting there like the mouth.
2: getting ready to do some cheers because A.J. Dillon could have that whole – I I was actually – I'm like, man, I really hope Aaron Jones starts this week because <laughs> <I mean, laughs> A.J. Dillon having this, But I know I, – I would I, have taken a
0: week off from Aaron Jones for Dillon to have a big game against you. Oh,
2: <laughs> unreal. So, yeah. That uh, that was a couple injuries there,
0: yeah. And then the other one doesn't look like it's gonna be a, it's gonna hold him out. But Josh Allen did strain his elbow. Said it was a UCL strain. Um, we J- know what it's from.
2: Jamie was ready to cry. I bet. I, I was a little worried because that could if it was ruptured, that's season ending,
0: right? So it's a, it's a strain. It sounds like he's he should be able to play through it. I mean, it might impact his performance a little bit. We'll see. But
1: he may not be able to make certain throws. But you know, right? I mean, Liam Hines.
0: Maybe maybe he's running the ball more then too. I don't know.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, maybe he's running the ball more so he can get hit. So again. 150 yards on the ground this week?
0: Hey, he had he had a big like fifty yard touchdown run last week. I don't suggests. root for
2: injury. I would never do that. This is the player's careers. But I know how much Jimmy loves Josh Allen and a little tiny piece of me was like If he ruptured it, I feel really bad for him. I'm not gonna say the butt. However, I did think of you. I,
0: I will say I that's why I still have Herbert. I'm, a oh, I'm covered for. A, a can imagine that you imagine the trade
1: for Cook and then he goes down for the, Herbert, rest of the year? Oh, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, I wasn't gonna do that with Herbert for Delvin Cook. He thought about it. No, I did not. I, I <laughs> he lost sleep last week over it.
0: I wasn't sure if I was would have done a first and a second. So, I, I was no way I was adding Herbert to that deal. <laughs> but all right, uh, let's talk about some other guys that had some big weeks. Um, Tua, he was QB three on the week. Uh, week nine. Uh, I checked. So he we obviously missed a couple games with the concussions that he had. Uh, on the year though, he's quarterback six for points per game. That includes a game where he left early and only had a few points. Um, you guys think he's a top ten dynasty quarterback?
2: Yes. Yes. At this point, I do. Yeah, I I think
0: I would have to agree. I, I think wanted to
2: hold off, but
0: yeah, I'd probably have him like the eight to ten range, at dynasty rank. That's how far right. I right. mean, and I mean, I
2: think it. I think you could say that because he's also, um, he's also supporting two. Wide yeah, receivers I mean, look at the, in, like, the top he has, yeah. six or seven wide receivers right now, right in points scored, like, yeah, he's <coughs> he's doing very well.
0: Yeah,
1: I agree. I I think you have to keep him in the top ten at this point. I just get jealous looking at it because it's like that's what Burrow and Higgins and Jamar Chase should be. That's what the offense should be doing you got to sit the whole thing. <laughs> you
2: got to go meet with them, well, that. That offense is – the
1: Miami's up. looking good. Tua's in there making the plays. and.
0: Bur- I mean, Burroughs had a 2-1 points per game if you want to. Joe Mixon right that is way. that
1: offense right now,
2: <laughs> apparently, after week one. Or not week one, last week.
0: Uh, the other quor- quarterback I wanted to talk about this week, Justin Fields. QB won on the week. I think he had, what, 45 points. Um, only 123 passing yards. But three passing touchdowns. Uh, the, big, the big points from him came from his 178 yards rushing and a touchdown there. He set the regular season record for rushing yards in a game with the 178.
2: Records, yeah. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> uh, since week five this year, he's been quarterback two in, the, in, uh, in Dynasty or in Fantasy.
2: Yeah, I was hoping that... Uh...
0: And he's only .1 points behind Burrow for QB1 in that
2: span wild okay statistics okay I was hoping I, I, I will be honest I was kind of hoping you would still that, I almost wish the Bengals weren't on a uh, buy this week because I think you I think you'd have a hard decision I'd almost rather play Burrow than Fields to be quite honest Um, but maybe he'll come back to Earth oh they're playing the Lions this week yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> also why I was hoping that Joe, would, <laughs> that Joe would be tempted to start Joe Burrow if he was not on a buy No, he's been on fire and it's nice to see that they're actually starting to invest into it too by trading for Claypool last week, which I don't think he did much that game, but the fact that they're trying to start to move some weapons to get around him is definitely promising too. So should just I mean, if he can continue to perform like this, obviously he's not gonna rush for that much every game, but he looked really good. He looked very dynamic and efficient.
0: I was so I was watching that game and I was thinking to myself, you know, Fields reminds me of an early career, Lamar Jackson. Uh, like rookie year, Lamar Jackson this year. That's what Fields reminds me of. I mean, last year he looked like dog shit, but this year he, that's what he reminded me of. So I looked up some numbers and look how crazy close like these, these similarities are between the two of them. So Lamar Jackson's rookie year, he played eight games. He had 1200 passing yards, six touchdowns, three interceptions, 58% completion rating, 84.5 quarterback rating, 7.1 yards an attempt and 695 rushing yards, five rushing touchdowns. Justin Fields, 1300 yards passing, 10 touchdowns, six interceptions, 58% completion rating as well. Uh 85.0 quarterback rating compared to the 84.5 for Lamar. They both had 7.1 yards in attempt passing and 600 rushing yards and four rushing touchdowns. So, that that was it's a good company yeah. to have. That very close. I mean, Lamar wasn't the best his rookie year, but and obviously he grew a lot since then, especially as a passer. Um, you know, Fields could be on a similar path. The way you know the they might shoe's have going the,
1: for him. They might have the coaching staff in there now that, that actually goes. Let's get behind him and actually like, design stuff for him.
0: It took a few weeks for them to really design stuff. Like most of that r- rushing is like the last few weeks.
1: So,
2: question for you because these they they all have similar. Uh, um, they're kind of all. I guess besides Lamar Jackson, we know Lamar Jackson's a stud. So then I guess it says you that Jalen Hurts or Justin Fields. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good. Do- Jalen Justin, Hurts. Justin, is Justin the Fields five. hasn't changed your mind yet. No. Okay. Let me I mean, see. mean, let me see. Chicago. Fields. He's
0: changed my mind to where he's grown, like moved up in the rankings, but he's not had Jalen jail. Fields Hurts. and Hurts
2: came in the league at the same year. Am I correct? Yeah. They're in both that? in. The, no, yeah. no, no.
0: Hurts is a year ahead. of A of them. year ahead of him. Yeah.
1: Okay. I take that back. Then I thought they came in the same year. Well, let, let me see Chicago. You know, continue Fields or Kyler game. Murray. I don't have fields. Kyler, but that's close. Although Kyler's, I mean, knock on wood, Kyler, I don't think he's missed a game yet this year.
0: No, no Two or Jalen for... Hurts. Two or Jalen Hurts. I would go with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is my Jalen Hurts or
1: Joe Burrow. I'm just naming young
2: quarterbacks,
0: I guess. Let's see, hmm. I'm. A, that, I that's think close. Jalen
1: Hurts th- over Burrow. That's
0: but... that.
2: They're like four and five for me, probably.
0: Okay. Okay. In some order. I mean, I'm trying to, because I think I would have.
2: Yeah, you have them all above Justin Allen, Holmes. You have them all. Th- you have Tua Jackson, right now. So her, at the beginning
0: of the year, Herbert, I had ahead of them, but he hasn't, you know, played as well this year. So I'll move Herbert down a little to like six. Um, yeah, then Lamar, Burrow, Hurts, Herbert. Okay. Just, and then you have like the Tua's. Bur- um, who else am I missing? Tua. I just said Tua.
2: Just, Kyler is the just, other one, yeah. Just gauging the uh, Justin Fields hype, that's all. Seeing where we're at with him.
0: Yeah. I'm probably missing somebody that should have been in there, too. But, uh, yeah.
2: No, Fields is probably,
0: uh, you know, right, right around 10, I'd say. I, dynasty ranks at this point. All right. Uh, let's talk about some, a couple of running backs. Uh, how about Joe Mixon, who... Uh, had 58 points this week. He, I was looking at our league history. Um, the records page, it shows like the highest individual weekly scores. That ranks seventh in uh, 10 years of our league for the most points in a week. That's crazy. It's only seven. Yeah. yeah. Really <laughs> I, I, was, I was like, oh, that has to be like top three. It's only seventh. I think the record, oh, the record was Tyreek Hill in week 12 of 2020. He had 63.9 points. I think that was the game against Tampa Bay where he had like 200 yards and four touchdowns in the first half.
1: Wow. Yeah, that was. uh, I mean, Joe Mixon, it's an impressive performance. Yeah. Let's see if it's consistent. He made the most out of his opportunities that game. And where was this the past eight weeks or whatever? I mean,
0: he's been getting the volume every single week. And, uh, you know, he just, you know, hit the nuts on this week on
1: what he did. I need my points. That's
2: great that you give me. 60 points in one week, but I also need them spread out a little bit. I can't do, I can't do eight the next. So, you know, if you want to do 30-30-30 or something like, I can't do all your points in one week.
0: Yeah. In, yeah, I'm in 10 season-long leagues, and I was, as that game was going on, and I started to, like, frantically look to see if I was playing against Stroh Mix in any of my leagues. Yeah, and I did the same thing. Luckily, I was not. Uh, it would have been hard to survive that. Yeah. Um, then Ramondre Stevenson was another guy I wanted to talk about. Um, you know, Damian Harris, I think, was out this week again. Uh, he came back for a week, but I think he was out with illness this week. Um, he's been the RB five the last four weeks.
2: Yeah, he's been really good.
0: Uh, would you classify him as an RB one in Dynasty, a top twelve guy?
2: Yeah, yeah. Which is weird to say about a Patriots running back.
0: Yeah, I don't like. I had him as one of my top three risers, I think, on our show earlier in the year, but I didn't expect him. You know, to be like this high, right? He's no. probably yeah, top ten, top twelve for dynasty running back at this point.
2: I would think so. I would think it's again, it's it almost feels gross saying it about a Patriots Bill Belichick running back.
0: But he's getting the receiving work, and I mean, he's getting the full three down role, obviously without Harris. But when Harris was playing, he was getting most of the receiving work, and that's obviously more valuable. That that and the goal line work, which they were kind of splitting, but yeah, so. I think he'll be. I think he'll be good. Uh, yeah, yeah, and Damian Harris is in a contract year, so he's on the way out probably at the end of the year.
2: Yeah, they don't seem. I'll be. They don't seem to like, uh, Damian Harris the way they like Stevenson at this point. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. They, they just. Yeah, he looks good. Sure. Maybe Pierre Strong will steal some carries from him next year.
0: Well, they had JJ Taylor playing over him this past week. <laughs> <laughs> They're D- both active, but Strong didn't
1: get a touch. DFL's October ADP has uh, Stevenson. Still is the RB twenty three,
0: so they don't I'm in. A, I'm in the middle of a mock right now for November ADP for DLF and Stevenson went.
1: I was gonna say I know that like that's gonna wow. be low. He's gonna be going much. Yeah, higher. guess
0: where he went in this mock?
1: As an RB or overall? Overall in the startup mock, I'd say top eighteen. Close.
0: He went three point oh one, so twenty fifth.
1: Cool. Seems about right. Climbing. So, so yeah, he was
0: definitely a top ten running back. I think or top twelve running back. That seems like a deal. Yeah. All right, uh moving over to receiver. Uh Ryan, do you want to talk about your boy Juju first?
2: Uh yeah. Juju had a a nice game. Um I don't have the stats right in front of me right now, but he in our league he had 18 point, he ended with 18.8 points. I know you made a point to say it, to mention that uh Patrick Mahomes threw 60 plus times,
1: 68. But
2: he had t- I mean, he had 10 catches for 88 yards, 12 targets. Um, you know, a touchdown makes that, those numbers look really, really nice. Um, yeah, I mean, Juju, it looks, looks, it sounds, it, look, it looks like Juju, Smith-Schuster and Patrick Mahomes are finally getting on the same page. Um, and I'm, t- I mean, let's, let's be honest. If Patrick Mahomes is going to throw the ball 45 times a game, the beneficiaries are going to be Travis Kelsey and Juju. MVS is not getting it done. McCall Hardman is starting to look like he could be yeah. a flex play in some leagues. They've
0: been and using him in like yeah. gadget plays around the goal line. But, That's uh, why we're his fantasy production. Moore is
2: non-existent over there. Um, I think we're starting to see CEH just kind of go back to being bad. I, I mean, Juju is, you know, the 1B target on that team maybe to Kelsey, but I think very clearly he's going to get his targets. He's not going to throw 40 times to Travis Kelsey. He's going to have to throw to somebody else. And I I don't know if you watched that game, but it did kind of look like for a second they took Kelsey out of the game, and maybe that's why Juju was better
1: Well,
0: they they played the hundred had hundred snaps on offense. So okay. everybody, nobody got nobody like,
2: got over
1: eighty snaps. Probably it on just offense. yeah, it, it definitely yeah. just looked yeah. No, I know, good. I know he didn't do much, but I think Kadarius Tony's gonna. To yeah, pitches. they dazed him man. Played nine snaps. Yeah, I I would like to try to buy him if he was affordable, but I don't I think, think he's, he's gonna not... do anything this year. No, not this year. But that's a next year's investment maybe. Yeah, I mean, Juju's
2: on a one-year contract. Maybe they don't, maybe they don't extend mm-hmm. another offer to him. But I uh, listen. I need Juju this year, and so far, uh, I think if in the last what four weeks
0: he's wide receiver six the last four weeks.
2: Yeah, the last four with a buy, he's wide receiver six. He was he was wide receiver six and points per game. Points yes. per game. Okay, so so he's yeah he's looked really good, yeah. and if he continues that, then I'm happy, and uh, yeah, not much more to say.
0: Other yeah, than, I will say the one thing with Juju, he is getting a lot of underneath stuff. So I mean, that's the PPR value obviously is you can there for be that. But
2: a negative Nancy, all uh, you want. I'm just saying, you look very foolish. Last the the big weeks. the big
0: splash weeks, I think, could be a little few and far between.
2: The big splash weeks. What, the, he's been consistent 28, 20, and nineteen points. less. yeah,
0: yeah. This week, well, you know, if it wasn't for a hundred snaps, I, I don't think he would have had. Sorry,
2: this points. this week is going to be a down week because no. he's facing me. Sorry, right. let's let's you know let's bring up some stuff. <laughs> But where do we see Jerry, Judy, and Cortland Sutton? Oh, we're not doing this. In? Let's go back to this because no,
0: that, that's been settled.
2: That has not. The next ruling will be when the season's over. I call a mistrial, and we're going. I'm appealing uh, your decision, and we're going to the appeals court. You have to go
0: through the slow process known as the legal system. You have to wait a few months. We're for appealing that
2: appeal.
1: because right now we'll we'll address this. In the I promise season. you.
2: As I look, as I look. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, uh, tell me
1: about uh, Palmer. Yeah,
0: Josh Palmer. He looked really good. He had a good week. Uh, no Keenan Allen or Mike Williams, so obviously uh, that,
2: that helps. Continue.
0: Yeah, that helps the volume. But he had eight for 106 on 10 targets. Um, he has been wide receiver 13 points per game since week six, which was a little bit higher than I expected. But um, he was a guy I liked a lot coming into the year, and I did trade for him actually for, I think, a 24-second um, before the season started. Uh, you know, I feel like, the, the process was right there with the opportunities he would get because Keenan Allen and Mike Williams both historically have had trouble staying healthy. So he's had plenty of opportunity this year, but hasn't really done much into the last few weeks. So uh, it's good to see him actually produce with that opportunity. So we'll see what he does going forward. But one of those guys uh, moves on next year uh, in some way, shape, or form. I think that Palmer could you know turn out to improve on this in the future. What do you guys
2: think of him? I, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen aren't starting. I start him every single week. If Mike, Absolutely. You know, if Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are both. If
0: one of them plays, he's number he, yeah. he's, he's two, which is. Yeah,
2: I think he becomes potentially like a, a flex play low, a wide receiver three, maybe if you're lucky. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know that they're just going to. I think you're still competing even next year with targets with with Austin Eckler, the running back, who's going to be Oh
0: a... I mean, I will say the Chargers have been dumping it off. a lot, like exactly. not just the Eckler, just in, so, like all yeah. their whole passing game has been short passing. Yes, so year. I mean,
2: yeah, I think if one of them leaves, sure. I, and you you might get that because Keenan, I think may,
0: Keenan Allen would be the one to go. I mean, Mike even, Williams they just signed for like a three. Well, it three
2: may day. not even take that because Keenan Allen's getting old. And right. It just may just not be good. Right. Anymore.
0: I, I'd have to check, but I, I think that they can. I don't know what is get off his is. yeah contract next year for a reasonable price. But
2: uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, sure. I like I like Josh Palmer for the right play, price. I I definitely like. I'm starting him in one of my other leagues, and I hope. Uh, I can continue to start him in those leagues because he's a great fuck play right now if those two yeah. other guys aren't starting.
0: Yeah, for sure. I agree. Uh, Devontae Adams was the other receiver you want to talk about. He had a big week. He was wide receiver one in the week. Most of that being the first half in that
1: game. Yeah, I uh, expect him then. to have a much bigger game. I mean, he had yeah, a huge it, game, but from what he... Won, he had
0: like nine for 140 and a the touchdown. There were two touchdowns at halftime.
1: And, and then one catch after that. Yeah. I'm shocked. I'm honestly shocked though that the Raiders let check Jack- like the Jacksonville came back and won that game. The Raiders are so bad. Not good.
2: <laughs> but
1: that was a monster. Can you game. At least they getting the
0: ball to Devontae Adams. He had 17
1: play? targets, Devontae. Okay, yeah.
0: the
2: week before he had one catch for nine yards. No, for three yards. I see. You're right. Two yards. One catch for two yards. He had one catch for two yards the week before. What is this guy doing?
0: I That's not him. It's, it's not the him. offense.
2: Yeah. By the by, this guy he was did. a sweet,
0: he was complaining after the last week how he only got sweet. the one
2: you know catch. how does that even happen and then they threw to him seventeen times this week <laughs> oh my gosh so next week when he gets two targets
0: like what I don't know what's it like remember Hunter Renfro last year like he had like a hundred catches yeah and he's been awful this year oh, I don't know. Like I don't know what's going on there. I mean, Maro, obviously Adams is going to
1: take some away, but Moreau's not doing anything with his opportunity given. Mar-
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, Waller when he was playing didn't do much.
1: Yeah, it's a very dysfunctional offense.
0: Mac Collins I guess is getting some targets, but still. Yeah, it, it's yeah, tough scene there, but as long as Devontae Adams gets his targets,
1: I uh I have a receiver for last week. I'm going to squeeze in there is uh, Christian Kirk Go ahead. making an appearance again. Yeah, he's starting to pick back up. Eight for seventy six and a touchdown. We have awards we could give out. You could, you could. That would have been a good award for him, but that's nah, nah. He doesn't really clap, nah, fall into any of those though. He's, he's just he's just having a fluke, like you know, an up and down boomer bust season. It all depends on what that offense is doing. But so he boomed this past week, so that means this week he's gonna. <clears throat> good I don't know who Jacksonville plays this week. Chiefs. That's, that's lot good for you. They're gonna have to throw. Yep.
2: For ETN Yeah, he too.
0: started. He had, he had middle of like weeks four through six, he didn't really do anything. He just slept had, out. Yeah, last three weeks he started to pick back up. He had his second best game of the year this week. So yeah, That's good.
1: Nine targets.
0: Yeah, you just got to hope Trevor Lawrence get, continues to get better, and that'll help.
1: I know when I watched a little out. bit of that game, it seemed like they got him involved the most when he was running out of the slot. So I think they yeah. he's never going to be an alpha one receiver, although right. they paid him I, like I, it. But that he does I love agree. that slot.
0: That's where he fits best, yeah, as a slot
1: guy. I agree. All right, moving on to tight ends.
0: Yeah, tight ends. Uh, Dallas Scottard, he was tight end one on the week. Uh, he had 8 hundred and a touchdown on nine targets. He's tight end four year-to-date. Um, you know, he's been probably one of the most consistent tight ends this year. Um, I think he had one dud game. Other than that, he's had nine or more points in every game. Uh, he's pretty pretty reliable. I don't think, you know, this is probably going to be his best game of the year, I'd say. but
2: Easily. Um, he's been pretty reliable. He's taken from AJ Brown. He needs to stop that.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's not going <laughs> to. Wow. No, Joe's, Joe's excited because LaVisca Chanel just scored a touchdown at Thursday Night Football.
1: You didn't, did you start him? <laughs> no. <Okay. laughs> he's at my taxi spot. There's a sighting, though. <laughs> a LaVisca sighting. Jeez. It wasn't even a passing play. I think it was a was it a, a sweep.
0: No, it was a pass. All right. All right. Uh, while you're excited, Joe, let's talk about TJ Hawkinson this week.
1: Yeah, he had a good game, and they got him involved in that offense right away, so that was promising to see. I think going forward, I mean, obviously it'll be fluky because you still have Thielen, Jefferson, and KJ, but I think they're, they are trying to use their big shiny new toy and the big target, so hopefully it's up, up, and away.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, Ryan and I were both saying, you know, we didn't think this was more. We thought it was more of a lateral move, but it's only one week. But we don't look. uh, We look pretty wrong on that after the week he had. I'd
2: say. Yeah, maybe maybe the uh, the Seahawks should have taken a a play out of their book where oh, we traded for this shiny new toy. Let's use him instead of
1: splitting time with Will Disley and Kobe Parkinson. I mean, Kirk Cousins always liked throwing to tight ends. I mean, he didn't really throw much to Herb Smith, but. You,
0: you got to play Will Disley when you have Will Disley. Yeah, you got to <laughs> play Will.
1: Di- that's why Hey, gonna, he was available on white uh, waiver wire. Right?
0: Pat, Pat started him. I think a couple weeks ago. I think the week. Or him maybe it was somebody else. That's the week I played. Whenever,
1: whenever single player scored a touchdown. Yeah. Oh, did Disley even get one that I think week? So. <laughs> but hopefully, it's just up up. I mean, is Darren
2: Waller. Why is he starting Disley? Is Darren Waller?
1: He's hurt. He's been hurt.
2: Still, he hasn't. He's he just got put on IR today. He reaggravated it. Ooh. Pat, if you need a tight end, I got Jelani uh, Woods for you. First round pick, he's yours. He doesn't have Charlie Cole 6'7", Six seven two sixty five. He's a monster, dude. Red zone target. All
0: right. Let's get into Ryan's rookie corner. All right, which rookie do you want to start with today, Ryan?
2: Uh, uh-huh. well, I guess I'll just go. uh start with one of my players, Rashad White. Uh, pains me to say it, but he's starting to take a lot of. Uh, um Fernand's targets, carries. Um he's, he looks good. Um I would if I, I'm excited for what he's gonna do next year. I don't expect him to do a lot this rest of this year. Yeah, I mean
0: I but, feel like if yeah, I feel like if he even takes over for like the lead role from Fernette, I don't know if I would expect too much this year based on the situation of their team.
2: I mean this past week he had seven uh what am I looking at? He had three targets for seven yards, or three catches for seven yards. So I mean, he's not. It's not like he's. I, his rush, he needs nobody to yards. Yeah, he's getting I mean, three
0: yards a carry for. Nets under three. Yeah,
2: Fournette is just. I think the
1: issue is Fournette's just not. It's just yeah. the issue is the offense barely line. averaging three yards a carry, yeah. so they're going to be forced.
0: R- to Rashad White definitely has more juice than Fournette at this point. Yeah,
1: but the biggest issue is that offensive line is not good. Yeah. yeah, but you would still think maybe they could get, especially with the way Brady's playing,
2: they could get some more dump offs. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. Fournette had that ten catch game. I I kind of thought they, they he, one of them would be okay with the receptions. Yeah. But there
0: have been more rumors this week too that people think Rashad White's gonna, you know, they're gonna flip roles by the end of the season. Yeah, and you know, I I said it a few weeks ago, and I I think it's even more true now. It's gonna be like a Zeke and Pollard situation. In Tampa, the rest uh, of the I mean, probably. I
2: prefer it not to be that. If, well, obviously, yeah. For one to take over, if, if no, Rashad wants, the, White wants to replace him, fine,
1: so be it. But be at least, it, at least you're set for the future year, though, too. I yeah, mean, I think it's it, it hurts it's you. It really hurts you, you in the short term. This, yeah, yeah. Really but now, not, but
0: for, I mean, I don't know if they can get out of Fournette's contract next year, but if they can, I think he's a sure thing to be gone.
2: Yeah. Well, I'd like to see Rashad White. I'd like to see him do so well. That he completely displaces Fournette, not just well enough to eat into 50 50, 60, 40. <laughs> You know, I mean, yeah, and that's what it's
0: been lately, pretty yeah, much you know, between 40 and 60.
2: So, I mean, he, yeah, uh, he looks good, mm-hmm. happy with him, you know, expect him to continue to outpace Fournette, unfortunately. Um, next guy is gonna be Cade Otten. Uh, Cade Otten, Otten had his best week of his young career. Uh he had five for five catches, sixty eight yards, and a touchdown on mm-hmm. six targets. Um it does seem like Brady's starting to trust him more and more. Uh we know in the past how well how much Brady does like his tight ends and how successful he can make his tight ends. Um I would definitely be happy if I had Cade on at this point in time. Just one week, but it's improvement, and I think you like to see it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. As long as you know, as long as Brady's out because the weeks that Cameron Brady's been playing, um you know, obviously that eats into his volume and stuff, but uh, I think f- for the last five weeks there was no break, and that's when he had his best games of the year, double digits in each of those games, pretty much.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would. This actually looks like a pretty decent tight end class. I uh, yeah, um, I agree. It's surprising it was, with a lot of these guys. So none of
0: these. I mean, none of these guys were too highly touted either.
2: No. No, I think, it's and the guy who the was sport, touted
0: as the top dynasty pick, he's behind Zach Ertz, so he yeah. hasn't done anything yet. So,
2: yeah, I think, and then the so the next guy I want to talk about is Malik Willis. Um, I know you were real high on him. I think you said he was your he was my QB
0: one in the rookie class.
2: Yeah. Coming on a little slow, mm-hmm. uh, you know, week eight wasn't 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 great. Uh, week nine isn't much better. Five, he uh, attempted sixteen pass attempts. Uh, so they are limiting the amount that he's going to be able to pass the ball, which oh, makes okay. sense. You have Derrick Henry over there. Would they, we're they throw? The, they
0: completed or they threw they the ball five times the first start.
2: They, could, they threw the ball ten times. This oh, it was, it was oh five I'm sorry. When he, he he had four attempts in week two when he was
0: no no we, We're talking about week eight.
2: Week eight, he had ten attempts. Okay, he made it six completions. Um, in week nine, this past week, he had sixteen attempts for five completions, uh, for eighty yards. Uh, he did uh, rush for. Eight times for forty yards. Um, I'd like to see a little more out of him. To be quite honest with you, uh, I, I think people did think if he was, if there was ta- if there was talent, he was going to be good. It might be a little painful like this, mm-hmm. but it sucks to see it because it is, it is hurting a little bit to watch. Yeah, he, he kept that first half interesting
1: against the Chiefs last week. But well, he, when the, when did, the Chiefs started running away really, with it, they forced
2: did. him. Derek Henry
1: did, did. That that's when it got bad, ugly. Is when they were behind and trying to play catch sure. up and forcing him to make have to make throws. Yeah, that's
0: he's not He's not ready for a situation like that where he's forced to throw. He's
2: not. He's not looking very good. Uh, yeah. better days could be ahead. Um, I would. I obviously want to see much.
0: He's—I will say—he, he, he yeah—he's a working pro. He's—he's he's got talent. He—he he has a big arm. He can run. He's just got to
1: put it all together. Yeah, he's from a small school, right? Liberty. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure this is moving. You know, I think it was—he was, he was a transfer from
0: like Auburn or something. I forget what school. It might not have been Auburn, but then he went
1: to Liberty. Um, yeah, I'm sure. It's moving a lot faster than it did in college. Oh yeah, so he—he yeah,
0: I mean, I mean, he needs time to you know
1: get learn. Yeah, learn and.
0: He's not ready to be a starter in the league yet. That's
2: the other cool. guy I think we have to talk about is Isaiah Pacheco. Um,
0: we, yeah, he's been named the starter and started. Not
2: a great week, quote
0: unquote. Started the last two weeks. Five but attempts
2: for five yards. I mean, I'm assuming uh, that a couple other bags had more attempts than that. But I guess Josh Allen did throw the ball sixty plus times. Then. Yeah, he, um, he only no played like he only
0: played like twenty snaps, and McKinnon played a bunch because yeah. they were playing from behind most of that game.
2: I don't know that I'd want really any running back over there at this point. Yeah. Um, I Not a great game. Um, not, I don't think he's doing what everybody expected. I think there's a lot of preseason hype for him. Uh,
1: kind but what of can you expect pick. out of, like, what, was he even drafted or was he Seven undrafted? Runner. Seventh rounder. What Seven can you runs. even expect out of that? I mean.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of hype when he was named a starter two weeks ago, like right before
1: kickoff. and. But we're smarter but, than that. We all know. You know? Yeah. I mean, not, you don't, he, he might have started, but his, his role wasn't much different. No.
2: No, I mean, I don't know how do you feel about him, uh, but I don't feel confident. However, my final rookie, James Cook...
0: Why would you feel confident? Don't about feel him?
2: confident in him at all. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, it looks
0: it looks promising. Yeah, too. he actually looks okay. When
2: he looks he gets all right out there. when he gets out there. Um, they're not really putting him out there, so now they probably won't be since they made that trade. But yeah. like
0: Heinz didn't play much the first week,
1: but no, just but got he's out of a couple he's days basically before. a pass
2: catcher, so it may take yeah. him more time to to figure out the playbook. It's not
1: like he's just a runner, right? Out it's there. a long term investment.
2: Um, but yeah, James Cook went uh, four attempts, fifteen yards. Uh, for his rushing, and then he had two receptions for 18 yards. I mean, he, when he he can do it, mm-hmm. um, he's the only
0: one of your first round picks
2: on your team, right? Yeah, uh, he's one of the few rookies still on my team. James, I think I well, I'd, James Cook, Rashad White, Romeo Dobbs.
0: Okay, yeah, sure Detroit, Dwight, Burks, and, and Jelani Hull.
2: Woods. Oh, yeah, oh, there you go. You still have some, yeah, some clutch guys. So, yeah, uh, James Cook, it'd be nice to see what he does. Um, you know, I think the week prior we didn't mention but he had five rushing attempts 35 yards he had one reception for 41 yards so he he, he gets the ball he can be electric with, with the ball in his hands
0: yeah he's got some juice but yeah I just don't think he's going to get the opportunity I don't think they trust him to pass block Yeah, all. I don't
1: think he's doing anything this year there could be some promise down the line yeah, yeah I, gets, I can see them trying to very much change the offense next year too and really focus on adding in the running back passing situation to try to keep Josh Allen from rushing so much and putting himself yeah. in injuries way.
2: Yeah, I think uh,
1: the more Maybe banged up Josh Allen gets, I mean, you know, Josh has been super you know, banged up. Yeah, like, Allen runs, he runs, but I think they're, what they're going to try to do is, you know, let's protect this asset. That makes sense. We don't want him to have to run. It's if he, if we, to run. If he nice has to go first, but, but we don't yeah. want to necessarily do a bunch of design plays. We want to keep him in the league
2: longer than five, six, seven. Yeah, so I could see them totally
1: building. You're right. Trying to give him another
2: outlet option. Jamie doesn't look happy thinking about that because Jamie.
0: No, no I agree. I'd rather him be healthy.
2: Goes to
1: sleep with thoughts of of Josh <laughs> Allen rushing the ball. <laughs> I'd rather him be healthy, yards. Ryan. <laughs> well, what you guys don't know is there's a picture of him next to his bedstand. Oh, for sure.
0: Touch it every night before bed. Oh, yeah.
2: Some people have a, a, a cross above their bed. Jamie has a picture of uh, <laughs> Josh Allen shirtless. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Okay, so what do we move?
0: Top Top five rookies this week. Uh, Kenneth Walker, for the third time, was a top five rookie. Raheem Blackshear, top five rookie for the first time. Garrett Wilson for the third time. K. Dotton for the first time. And Damian Pierce for the sixth time.
1: Who's Raheem Blackshear, for real?
0: He is, well, I think Chuba Hubbard's playing tonight, (laughs) so that makes him the third string running back back on the Panthers. Uh, But he was playing as a backup last week, and... Caught a few balls for like forty yards and a touchdown in the receiving game. Elite. Uh, <laughs> Ryan wanted to spend time talking about him in the rookie corner, but I had to veto that one.
2: I've I noticed that a couple of my choices were vetoed.
0: Like That's, no, the other one you I forget who it was we talked about last week. Um, but uh, it's
2: alright.
1: You're date rookies, Jamie and Ryan's rookie corner. Apparently, <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> they're just censoring you, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. The man's keeping you down. It's alright. Uh,
0: we have a. Uh, Three guys, so Brees Hall was number one last week. We had three guys pass him this week. Damian Pierce, Chris Olave, and Kenneth Walker. Brees Hall is still fourth. And Garrett Wilson is fifth. Hmm.
1: And we can try this uh, new segment here called the Concernometer, where I'm just going to name a couple guys here to you two. And on a scale of one to ten, one being not worried, ten is you're totally panicked and worried about their situation. Uh, first up, let's go with DeAndre Swift, who is getting about five rushes a game right now. Seven. <laughs> so very worried.
2: Bob, um, um, it's it's a it's uh, if we're talking about for the rest of this year, I'm almost seven.
0: I'd I'd say I'm if we're talking about just this year, yeah, I'd agree. But if we're talking about dynasty, long term, if we're talking about or,
2: dynasty value, I'd say like a four,
0: maybe a five.
2: Uh, I would even say maybe even like a three or four. I don't think I'm panicking. I guess I'm thinking of... I know you have him in the league this year. That's what and you, the, you, you need to start something out of him, so... But yeah, in a dynasty sense, no. Like, a three, maybe. Yeah.
1: Like, the to me, the most concerning thing was... Was it two weeks ago when when he did have, like... Five rushes and like three pass oh, receptions. Yeah, they said, said they he played too much. Yeah, we think we gave him too much work. we we might dial it the back a little bit. The injury history is starting to concern
2: me. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm most concerned. concerned.
1: But see, there's this injury history. But when he's out there, he's he making the plays like he's healthy still. So I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, the Jamal there Williams there
2: thing doesn't make me feel good. I don't know. I don't know how how long he's over there with uh, DeAndre. He's busy. a free
0: agent after. Okay,
2: that should make you feel much better.
1: Yeah, until they give him a big <laughs> ass contract. That Jamal Williams isn't there to vulture two touchdowns a game. All right. Next up, we have pits. Uh, Two, one. I'm not that worried. Yeah, I'm not
0: too worried about pits. It's just
1: wild how they just don't use them.
0: They, I mean, they don't have a quarterback that can I, use them. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, one. I don't think I, I don't. I would be look at this as a major buy opportunity if I was a team that wasn't competitive. Yeah. Um, I can understand why that's a question. Maybe some people are worried. And maybe we're maybe we should have a tiny bit of concern, but no. Yeah, I think
0: we saw enough of the of him last year to know like the talent's not the issue there.
2: You know, if this continues into next year, then yeah, maybe then maybe maybe we
0: reconsider <laughs> maybe if, they get, if they get a quarterback improvement. And it still doesn't change. Then that nah. obviously something else is going on. Then
1: all right, how about this one? Since you guys both have a valued interest in his receivers, Russell Wilson, <sighs> man, eight. <laughs> yeah I'm pretty high up there on Russell Wilson too it just looks
0: he's looked, bad. I bad mean, he looked better I think the last game but it's still not good
1: maybe like a
2: 7 I, I think I think he'll I don't know if he's going to get it together this year but I don't think it's the, the the world is falling if he as long as he shows improvement a little bit the rest of this year I don't need him to be the Russ of old um, to, to have a tiny bit of confidence but yeah I I mean it's like a it's over a 5 for sure like I'm it's not good. Leaning more towards like, what the hell did you guys bring this guy over here for? Especially when you see Gino doing what he's doing in Seattle too. It's yeah,
0: Gino's been on so much better than him. <laughs>
2: um, there's got to be some disconnect or something with 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 Russell Wilson and and the, coaching the coaches, staff? the play the play calling. Yeah, we'll say the, the coaching hasn't been good there either. There's got to be some kind of disconnect. I I I'll say a seven, but parts of me want to want to even lower just. a bit more, you have the benefit of the doubt. I don't know how you just he's not old enough to be falling off like this.
1: Like just have this random like it's he's not thirty seven. Like <laughs> he's not like Tom Brady playing this year no, or like I mean an yeah. an older Aaron Rodgers this year. How old he's, is he? Like thirty four? He is thirty three. Thirty three. This is he
2: shouldn't be having this kind of ball off. Yeah. So I got it some parts of me gotta believe it's it's it, the the coaching staff and him are not seeing uh things the same way maybe it's some kind of new play calling and he's that he's i don't know but
1: i can't i don't know i don't know but yeah. seven, okay, seven, seven maybe six and, and the next one i have is a second year player and i'm curious on what you guys think of this but elijah moore hmm. there's, yeah there's a lot of people out there that just love Moore. so i'm very curious. elijah moore
0: eights christian mccaffrey's over there that's Elijah Mitchell you're thinking of.
2: Oh, my gosh. Okay, you're right. Elijah Mitchell. I'm not cutting it. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah, it's been a long day. Elijah Moore,
0: four. I'd say it's about a six for Moore. It's concerning that... He's got, you know, Braxton Berrios and Jeff Smith and the guys talent's like the, talent. know,
2: the, the talent's there. We've seen the talent. I agree the talent's there, but he, I don't he's think he's going young. Any, I don't think the He's still young. he's a dynasty asset. The Jets aren't getting rid of him. I don't know that I'm panicking.
0: The court, If he stays in New York, I mean, it's not the best quarterback situation there either.
2: Well, that, that, that's going to have to be fixed sooner or later. Uh, if they're you, winning... Corey he, Davis. How long is Corey Davis's contract over there? I think at least another year. Yeah. I mean, I'm not panicking... Uh, I'd say four, maybe a five, but I I don't I don't think I'm like. I might even be if i again if I'm not a non competing team I might use this as a buy low if you've got a year or two to wait.
0: Yeah, I agree. I would buy it. Like, I would try to buy low if I, could. I think
2: that I think we've seen the talent. The talent is there. Uh, as the one as the the late great Jamie has one, always told me, talent l- rises to the late? top. The late great What, is he passed.
1: Well, I couldn't think of anything else. To say right. And I know I'm going to finish off here with a 10 coming from everybody. Yeah. Mr. Najee Harris, Trent Richardson 2.0. 11. I mean, he's... He, no, get rid. they should have cut
2: him yesterday. Jalen Warren's going to overtake him. Like There you
0: know, are rumors Warren's going to be more involved moving forward,
2: so... Uh, we'll don't need Leonard Fournette. Jalen Warren's <laughs> workhorse back over there. I don't know if we'll
0: get to that level. I but. know.
2: Well, I mean, they should because J- Najee Harris is the equivalent of... Road roadkill stuffed with, like, shit that a car is just <laughs> repeatedly run over. Like, he's... He's worse... Like, he's, he's so bad. I don't know how... I mean... Joe, I could put you on the football field, mm-hmm. hand you the, the football, and you could run further, just straightforward. I mean, I'm I don't th- think
1: I could do that, but I think <laughs> like that play we saw two weeks ago, where he caught the ball like three yards short of the first down and, and just shuffled. Yeah, you. Could I probably got that. I probably could have got that first down. You could have at least gotten a yard. I probably would have got crushed and killed, <laughs> but I would have got the first down.
2: I don't know what he. I don't know what's going on with it with Najee over there I'm going to say
0: something you're probably not going to like but Ooh. I think if you put Najee Harris in Tampa right now in Fournette's role he does better than Fournette
2: oh I don't agree with that I, I think the reason you say that is because he I don't
0: think he's good still but I, I think
2: you're, I'm, Najee Harris can't do much worse than he's doing now but I mean Leonard Fournette can at least make up for it with, with you know catching the football and running five yards I don't know Fournette's been bad he hasn't been good the last couple weeks I'll give you that
0: well, More even in th- the games where he has good fantasy production, he's not.
1: So you're telling me I should, I should go buy low on Najee Harris and trade Leonard Fournette? I just for don't Najee think Harris. it's going to come back though. Like with Najee, I mean, you can buy low all you want. Yeah, I don't on think him. it's coming back. I just think I think Na- it's not. Happening. I think, given their situations,
2: Fournette's been worse than Najee Harris. I disagree with that. I will disagree that he's been worse. I don't know that you can be much worse than Najee Harris has been, unless you're running backwards. Unless you're Cam Akers. <laughs> that's a good one. Well, <laughs> that's also. Uh, yeah, that's
0: that's another. It's up one for debate.
2: It. I think, yeah, the only way it can be worse is if you're running back. You get the football and you run 10 yards back. Just yeah. turn and run, run, <laughs> run. Just not block people. Yeah. I mean, run into your quarterback.
1: I, I don't know. It's wild. Yeah, for sure.
0: All right. Let's get into our midseason fantasy awards. Uh, we have a few different awards. Uh, we'll all go through and pick um, our winner for each of those for the season to this point through week nine. Um, First award, Ryan, I'll give you the credit for naming this one, of uh, the Get Your Blue Chew Ready Award for the Biggest Riser.
1: <laughs> I thought it was uh, creative. He's,
0: Avid- just,
1: he's just trying to get a paid advertisement. Yeah. And applicable, considering we're all in our 30s.
0: Trying to be a, uh, a, get a paid advertisement for a product you thoroughly enjoy
2: absolutely i'll take that all day if i can get paid advertising for it, bluetooth <laughs> free bluetooth for life give me all the t-shirts i am fine with that I'll, I'll make money all right well tell
0: us who your bluetooth award uh, bluetooth,
2: my bluetooth award would go to somebody who clearly is using bluetooth at the moment um miraculous uh, turnaround um josh jacobs um there was a lot of panic i think with jacobs uh to begin the year, uh, th- not to begin the year before the season started, I think. And then, uh, you know, Josh Jacobs did nothing, but came along a little slow the first two weeks, but you know, since then he's the running back seven on the year. Um, he looks like he is primarily the offense, um, for them over there. Uh, besides maybe Devonte Adams, but he's looked really, really good. I don't think anybody's, I don't think anybody saw him being a running back one with potential to end the season as a top five running back. So, uh, you know, he's uh, taking something over there. And he's uh, doing really, really well. And, and he's going to be my um, – he's going to – I'm going to give him the Blue Chew Award for biggest riser.
0: Right. Joe, who's your Blue Chew winner?
1: My Blue Chew winner is Waddle. This year he's been highly productive. And we were all kind of – like, just not concerned, but it was a question mark on what that offense would do with Tua and then bringing in Tyreek Hill and he has a top five, I believe, receiver in scoring. So he has just been – he's going to be win people leagues probably, I'm sure. I mean, he's just been on fire along with Hill and that whole offense. Yep. So very yeah, Very good to see.
0: Yeah, hard to disagree with either of those. Um, I'm going to go with the guy we kind of talked about earlier, Andre Stevenson. Um, you know, he, his value is definitely shooting up as, a, as an RB1 in Dynasty, I think. Absolutely. Uh, next award – Uh, So we go from the biggest riser to the left you on red award
2: to the most disappointing player. I think this one is self-explanatory. I think, you know, we've all been left on red before high hopes, really looking forward to
1: it. Some of us more than others. And then,
2: uh, you know, that's just a no show. Uh, She no shows, she, he, whoever just no shows. They, they, them, uh, they just no show. And uh, it's hurtful. And, uh, you know, my left on red award is the, for most disappointing players going to go to Deandre Swift. Um, I think uh, we all had high hopes for Deandre Swift, uh, going into the year, uh, lots of hype. I think he was, uh, expected to be a surefire powerhouse running back one. He currently sits at running back 34, a couple spots, well, not even a couple spots in front of him, quite a few spots in front of him Jamal Williams is at running back 18, um, nagging injuries a concern question mark um am i am i super concerned about him um long term probably not however this is for mid-year awards and am i kind of concerned about him for the rest of the year yes um don't love uh the way he's been used don't love the injuries and and don't love jamal williams and i'm sure you can speak to that personally so um that is my left view on red award
1: the relationship was feeling pretty good, like, the first, like, couple weeks when he looked explosive and was putting up monster games without even getting in the end zone. It's like, all right, like, this looks sweet. Yeah. yeah not so much anymore. It's unfortunate. My left on right award will go to Najee Harris. That's a good one. He is 28th in scoring. And, you know, he's going he – was what? I'm sure it dropped now, but he was going in the top – 20 of the top two rounds in startup oh, yeah. drafts. I mean, oh, yeah. you couldn't probably have made a worse pick right now. Yeah. And I want to say special mention to uh, T. Higgins, who was having, especially with Jamar Chase out. I put him up there. I was expecting more out of him, especially with the clear cut number one sidelined.
2: Najee Harris is the running back 28 on the year in
1: point score. Right yeah, Jim yeah. just said that.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I uh, appreciate it. No problem. I uh, guess I'm going to reiterate that. DeAndre Swift is the running back 34.
2: Yes. You okay. said that
1: too. Okay. I just wanted to Yeah. Make we also think the same way on Najee Harris and you know, you want no part of that, but DeAndre Swift hopefully gets better next year
2: to go back to Jamie's. Oh, Najee Harris is a, is might is better than Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette is running, running back nine on the air. <laughs>
0: no, I said, given their situations.
2: Oh. I mean,
0: oh. it's a lot worse in Pittsburgh than it is in Tampa. They
2: don't have a very good offensive line in Tampa.
0: Uh, my, my, uh, my left on red award, Jonathan Taylor, he, uh, I mean, he was, the he was probably the 1.01 in most people's dynasty rankings, or, you know, maybe if he wasn't one he was definitely top three, um, coming into the season and, you know, he's probably still, he's still up there, but in your dynasty rankings, but this year has been a year to forget for him. Um, he's been dealing with a couple ankle injuries or it might've been the same one he aggravated, but even when he's been playing. He hasn't been putting up big numbers outside of week one. Um, it's been a very disappointing and rough year for any Jonathan Taylor uh, people in dynasty or in fantasy in general. You're
2: not going to find argument from re- me. He is running back 36 on the
1: year.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Averaging 12.3 points per game. Not
2: great.
1: Nope.
0: Uh, next one. This was uh, just a little fun one here. Not really fantasy relevant, I'd say, but. Our man crush award for our biggest, perhaps a little bit irrational man crush uh, that we have on somebody in fantasy.
1: Can I take a guess at Ryan's?
0: Any rookie still left on his team? Anybody who listens to this podcast, you'll never guess. guess. You'll never guess.
1: No, is it any rookie left on your team still? Uh, Yes, nobody needs to guess. Ryan, just tell us about
2: yours. Uh, There's one specific rookie who will never leave my team. Ah, uh, that being Romeo Dobbs Dubs. I don't care whatever you do call, want to call him. I'll call him whatever.
1: Romeo, oh Romeo. Uh,
2: couple big games already this year. A uh, couple duds, but couple big games. Uh, I think he's earned Rogers trust at this point. There's some stuff being said. It kind of goes back and forth, but I think he's got Rogers Rogers trust. An unfortunate injury of a high ankle sprain has uh, limited the Romeo Dub show uh, for the next four to six weeks, and um. You know, I just think he's a really talented player. Uh, I think he's done enough to show us that he's a really talented player, uh, and I can't wait to see what comes. Uh, I will say he could fade in the in the coming weeks, maybe even towards the end of the year. Uh, ankle, high ankle sprains can be difficult to to uh, recover from and, and become, you know, be the same player when you come back from him for the, you know, the rest of the season. here. And uh, I will say... Has he solidified himself as Aaron Rodgers' top option? Question mark. No. No. For the foreseeable future. No. No. I think so, but Lazard. Well, even if Lazard's gone, they're gonna get somebody else to be the number one. Jamie's a Debbie Downer, but you know, I think uh, you know, I I think he's held a special place in my heart. Um, really love what he does, and uh, I hope this is the beginning of a, a beautiful. Beautiful fantasy
1: football relationship. So
0: I'm um, a semi-erotic. So we'll move on to Joe. Who's your uh, who's my, your man
1: crush? My man crush is Fields. Anytime you get a quarterback that can occasionally make some pretty nice throws, but when they can move like they do with their legs and provide extra fantasy points, it's always just a super sexy thing. I mean, even when I look back and because we've been doing this for ten years now. Even like RG3, you're like, ooh, he can run the ball and score rushing touchdowns. Granted, that didn't work out, but it doesn't matter. It's a man crush. Any chance you get a quarterback that can start scoring you six points instead of four, I'll always take it. Okay.
0: Similarly for me, do we? I mean, no explanation really needed. Josh yeah, Allen. you're the
2: giant uh, poster of Josh <laughs> Allen with the shirt off in your room. Yeah, I would never would have guessed. Mine was a little foreplay
1: into Josh. Allen. Did
2: you cry when he had a possible season-ending injury for no, a second? I was. was I told. I told you
0: earlier. I was concerned. So he's ready to
2: go donate his, his Jamie's elbow. wife Is like Jamie, why are you anxiously pacing? His, his, Take his my Tom, UCL. His family in the hospital <laughs> or something. <laughs> and I don't need Tommy Johnson. <laughs> No, Josh Allen might have a season injury. Uh yeah, so yeah, that makes sense. I could see that yeah. for you for sure.
0: It was between him and uh, the guy my team's named after, Derrick Henry. I'm
2: surprised you didn't say Travis Kelsey. That's another Yeah, Kelsey would have been a good one too. I guess. You guys have been in that relationship for a long I've, I've, time,
0: he's the, I think he's the only player in this league in the ten years of so this we,
1: league. Congratulations to all of us picking somebody on our own team. <laughs>
0: yeah, well. They're <laughs> a man crush for a
1: reason. Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say.
0: But no, yeah, Kelsey's the only guy in the league who's been on the same team since the
2: start of this league in 2013. Your relationship has lasted the longest. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Yeah. All right, uh, next award, better late than never. Um, so this goes to the uh, somebody who might have started slow but has recently picked things up.
2: Uh, well, I'm going to say Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, last four weeks, uh, he's had 25.3, 28.4, a bye week, and 18.8. Um, off the top of my head, I don't remember where he's at with the last four weeks. Uh, we
0: said it earlier. He was wide receiver, wide six receiver six. In okay, four in the last four
2: weeks. And last, I just wanted weeks. you to say it again. Thank you. Has appeared to begin to, to be on the same page as Mahomes. I would say. Um, and I'm going to leave you with this question again. League winner, league winner question mark. No, no. Uh, I think that's safe to say that he will be. Um, I have a lot of hope. He's sitting at. It's safe to say that. I think. I think. You <laughs> if you want if you want to win your dynasty league go buy juju smith schuster on the cheap hopefully there's two suckers like these two that think he's somehow equivalent to like a wide receiver five um and you'll I don't be think it's that low but i don't think he's a weight league winner do you think he's a wide receiver two low end because he's sitting at a mid yeah, i, I think he's
0: more of a low end maybe a high-end wide receiver three.
2: Oh, high end okay well just somewhere hope, in the 20s hopefully you got a bunch of schmucks in your league that uh think uh juju is a wide receiver three um anyways that's my that's my uh better late than never award all
1: right my better late than never award will go to brandon a Yuck, who started the season pretty slow you know single digits four out of the first five games just barely breaking into the teens. those other two games and then as of late you know tw- a 28 point performance 15 and a 20 definitely seems like He's starting to turn into something reliable. You can start every week. And I think a big part of that was Trey Lance going down, unfortunately. Let uh, Garoppolo come back in, who's a little more – who's I mean, he's much more polished of a passer. Knows the offense. He's been over there for so long that he's finally able to be put in positions to be great. And then you got McCaffrey, and that puts Debo back out on the other side getting double covered, so that definitely helps a So that is my better late than never.
0: Yeah. Mine is going to be Alvin Kamara. Um, He had a really slow start of the year, missed a couple games. I think he had under 10 points in both of his first two games he actually played. Uh, But he really got things going the last few weeks. Uh, Last week it was, he was the RB1 on the week. um, And that was in week eight, not week nine. Um, But yeah, he's been getting things going lately. So um, he's my choice for better late than ever. Next comeback player of the year. So this is somebody coming back from an injury uh over the last year or two that's really uh put the injury worries to to rest
2: i would say who's that comeback player of the year ryan who do you have saquon barkley uh overcome injuries uh, a couple injuries over the last couple years yeah um i think people where there was maybe some hesitancy i think people were hoping for a bounce back um but you know with barkley i think there's a little bit of hesitancy even going into the season Currently sits at the running back as the running back six on the year. Um, and I think maybe he could end even higher um, than that. And I would be very happy to
1: own Saquon at this point. Um, and he looks like the comeback player of the year for me. That was exactly who I had written down. And yeah, I mean, I, I own him in this league and I didn't know really what to expect. You're just hoping for the best. And he's blown out of my expectations out of the water coming off these injuries. So yeah, it's awesome to see somebody of that caliber be able to come back and still not only produce but be able to produce at a high level. Yeah, he looks good.
2: Mm-hmm. I was
0: torn between a couple guys. Um, I, I thought about going with Christian McCaffrey because, you know, there are a lot of concerns. with His injury history the last two years, and obviously he stayed healthy and had, you know, he's been a top three running back in production, I think, this year. Um, but I'm going to go with Travis Etienne. Um I think a lot – you know, myself included, I didn't really expect much from him this year. Um, you know, he started off by not doing much. You know, he kind of seemed like a reach of a first-round draft pick last year by the Jaguars when he had Urban Meyer there. But um, the la- especially the last few weeks, though, he had – once they got – you know, they traded James Robinson, I think the last four weeks, he's had really good weeks and gotten it going. And, um, you know, I think he's a locked-in top-12 running back in Dynasty at this point. Um yeah, so I think I think he's made a good comeback from that, from being out of all of last year, his rookie year in the league.
1: I think he is one player that we can all sit back and look at and go, how do we not even try to make one offer for him to buy him dirt cheap?
0: However well, many he, months ago? he wasn't dirt cheap because Matt I traded don't think him. I he ever would have been dirt cheap. Tra- dirt
1: cheap, buddy. You still could have got him on a –
0: Matt game. traded uh, Travis CTN to Ozzie and Kevin for, I think it was, Marquis Brown, Brown on 1. the 1. first. 4.
1: 1.04 and Marquis Brown, yeah. Which still seems – that seems mm-hmm.
2: like a lot. Because I, I think who you could have had at 1.4 and you're getting Marquise Brown, I would take that over Travis Ian too. Well, to it start.
0: looks better for Ozzy and Kevin now that Matt used 104 on Sky Moore. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> if any other
2: rational person goes Garrett Wilson there and to have Garrett Wilson and Marquise yeah.
0: Brown. I uh, I, I I
1: with yeah, I agree. Yeah, I would. I would Etienne, that even
0: at this point. Yeah. So, so I don't know yeah, how he got that much for ETN, but how they, why they paid so much. But I mean, it's not looking as bad now, but the way he's played all right uh let's talk about our rookie of the year ryan who do you have
2: uh for my rookie of the year um i'm gonna have to go with damian pierce um he's currently the uh rookie one i guess if there uh is currently the rookie with the most yeah fantasy points yep um and he has i i think uh you got to give it to him give credit where credit's due um, I, there was a lot of comments about, yeah, he's in a great situation, but maybe he's not that talented of a back and you know, it's a short term thing and he's just been pretty, pretty consistently good over there. Um, and they are using him in a manner that makes me, uh, really, uh, excited to see what he can do in the future. And, um, I think the thing, and I, I think the big, biggest thing is that where he was drafted, I think most of the, he's he
1: went in what like the early to mid second round of our rookie draft.
0: Yeah. Two Oh one, I
2: think, or two hundred sure people that
1: draft in spring so, after the, draft yeah. are probably taking him and towards the end of the second, I think yeah.
2: to get, I mean, yeah, I think to get a running light back like that in the second round who you didn't really expect to do that much. And he's, you know, the running back 14 on the year. Yeah. I think you're happy. Um, uh, he would be my top rookie currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will preface that by saying if Brees Hall was um, still playing, he would be my top rookie for the rest of the year. Yeah, I think we can all agree on that if Brees Hall wasn't. Damian Pierce for the rest of the year, I think is. is...
1: Well, it's not for the rest of the year. It's this far. This This far. This far. Yeah. yeah. Joe, who's your rookie of the year? I am going to be a homer again and select somebody else on my team. I'm going to take uh, Chris Olave as my rookie of the year so far. He is number 14 in scoring on receivers for the year. And between having to deal with two different quarterbacks and the injury to Michael Thomas, leaving him out for the year, it threw him right into the opportunity of being able to start. And he has not looked back. He has been highly productive. And it's crazy thinking of a receiver, a rookie receiver as being somebody that I could put in my lineup week to week and not have to worry about it. And that's exactly what you have with him. So I I've just been blown away by his performance this year. Watching him out there just make like just catch after catch after catch.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I was between him and the guy I'm gonna pick Kenneth Walker for my rookie of the year this far thus far. Um, you know, he's really blown out the last few weeks, obviously, when ever since Rashad Penny went down and um, you know, he's better than I thought he was coming into the year. Um, you know, I had him ranked was like one point oh seven. Uh, I think he went 1.03 in our rookie draft, but I mean, he's lived up to every penny of that. Um, and, you know, yeah, he's better than I thought he was. And yeah, I think he's gonna just stay think there.
2: about when we had him ranked as our seventh Yeah. That's what I just said. Rookie.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, last award. Uh, fantasy MVP is thus far. Who's yours, Ryan? What? Who's your fantasy MVP thus far?
2: Fantasy MVP. Oh, that's that's an easy one. Austin Eckler, um, would be my fantasy MVP. Um, I think that'll make one person that listens to our podcast very very happy. But uh, at only twenty seven years old, only twenty seven years old for running back, he is uh the running back one by a wide margin of fifteen points uh, over Derrick Henry, fourteen point eight, who's fat and slow <laughs> um, and old. And old. Um, so, I, I mean, he's been – he's going to be a league winner for many. Um, I think the biggest thing uh, is the way he's used, you know, and I will I will end it with a question. The answer is probably no, but go ahead. Could the way he's being used lead to an even longer shelf life than we thought? No.
0: I mean, I always thought that about him. That he's never – you know, the, I mean, they're not going to run him up the middle. Like, that's what they have Josh Kelly yeah. and Sony Michelle and Isaiah Spiller for. So it. you're saying my
1: question is right. Well, no, yeah, yeah. I've ne- that was well, never... no, yeah. <laughs> no, that's accurate. Yeah, I think that. So, like, he could be like a Sproles because he's never running up the middle. He can yeah have a shelf life of 32, 33 just because he's catching passes and running sweeps. Avoiding the head-to-head. I have the running back one for the next eight years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> my fantasy MVP... I was torn between technically three choices uh the top two choice like the other uh, the two that I didn't pick were Chubb and Tyreek Hill I decided to go with Cooper Cup because that offense has looked very strange with the Rams and they definitely made it a focus this year to move that ball through Cooper Cup's hands whether it's passing to him or trying to give him the ball running out of the bat like running behind the line of scrimmage they are fo- force feeding him the ball and he's number two in scoring this year at receiver position so he is definitely my mvp because he is they're finding a way to get him to be productive
0: yeah i mean he's the only one that you can really like start in any fantasy league on the rams at this point although matt recito has been starting matt stafford every week this year
1: but solid <laughs> start are you facing matthew stafford this week i am Ready for a 35 point bomb? Uh, Jamie, <laughs> you
2: should see Jamie's scheduled to end the year. I got. I play again. Joe in the last Every week. bottom five team he could possibly play.
1: He plays me. Easy there.
2: Okay, I meant like this week on. Look at this week on. I plays. play you next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's the be be only hard game. team to play. <laughs> I play Joe. Uh, get out of here. I play, I, I literally play
1: you. I play him. I play Pat. I got to play Jamie twice. I play the
2: rising – I play, like, every compa- team that's – every playoff team the last five weeks. I tell
1: you what, though. German keeps kind of slipping here. Mm-hmm. I might try to buy some players off this team since you guys have, like, nothing left to offer.
2: Oh, I have my <laughs> moves to make. My friend. <laughs> All right,
0: let's get to my fantasy MVPs, and then we can wrap up here. All right.
1: what, what player on your team did you pick, Jamie?
0: Uh, I picked a player who's on pace to set the NFL record for receiving errors in a season. Uh, he's currently the wide receiver one, um, Tyreek Hill. Uh, and he's done this. He's on pace for the same amount of points Cooper Cup had last year, uh, or right around there. And that's all with only three touchdowns so far this year too. So um, you could perhaps see some positive touchdown regression there too. So for for, rest, for the rest of the year. Uh, but yeah, he's my fantasy MVP to this
1: point this season. We answered all our questions too we had going into the season about what's what's going to happen yeah. with Miami.
0: Yeah, I, I, w- I was honestly I wasn't I wouldn't say I was concerned, like too concerned, but I was a little worried that his volume or his production might dip a little bit with going from Mahomes to Tua. But I mean he's obviously having the best year of his career thus far, so uh pleasant surprise there for sure. Um yeah, that's that's it for our mid season awards. Uh at some point probably at the end of the year, I think we can maybe do an
1: end of season awards as well after the season.
0: Um yeah, that's it. I think that's it for our show. you guys have anything else?
1: Yeah, I just want to mention uh your week 10 buys.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Buy weeks next week. Uh Baltimore, Cincinnati, New England and the Jets. Um not as bad as week 9 when we had six teams on a buy, so and a couple teams here not quite as, you know, many top end fantasy players as well. So shouldn't be as impactful as week 9 was. Um, Then we have Ryan and Joe playing each other this week, as we mentioned. That's the game of the week in our Dynasty League. I am playing against Matt Rosito, who obviously is rebuilding. Um, So hopefully I can not get embarrassed with my first loss of the season against him this week.
2: Fingers crossed.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Uh, Follow us on Twitter, at DynastyOTL on Twitter. Um, Yeah, that's all I got, though. You guys have anything else?
1: See you next week. See you.
0: All right. Thanks, everyone.